Hello, and um, welcome to Tape Deck, episode 5, with uh, Stephen Mooney. Uh, Stephen is an uh, old quote-unquote friend uh, of mine who has a new Black Widow series coming out from Marvel Comics. Um, and I'm saying that now because it was the point of the of the podcast, was to talk about the book. And I, pre- I think we pretty much talked about it for like two minutes by the very end. So, um... Uh, yeah, if, if anybody hasn't read the Black Widow book, it's uh, written by Judy Hauser, drawn by Stephen Mooney, coloured by Trina Farrell. I would recommend that. Um, we do get into s- some of Stephen's previous career, but um, I think this is officially the most shambolic of all the tape decks because it just goes all over the place. Uh, I think we pitch a buddy cop show at some stage. Um and uh, as you'll as you discover, the episode starts with us arguing. So um, uh, you're not going to learn anything. Uh, there'll be no interesting insights, but um, maybe maybe a laugh along the way. So um, uh, yeah, and if you, as usual, if you enjoy the show, please tell your friends or tweet it or share it on social media or I don't know. However, you share those podcasts. But um, yeah, uh, enjoy. Welcome to Deep Deck. Gonna have a creative conversation. That, that was last night. That was just now. No, it wasn't. You didn't tell me about designing Daredevil last I, night. I, no, I just told you that, but I didn't say the other, other stuff I told you last night. No, but you said it. <laughs> you just said it again when you said about designing Daredevil. No, I didn't. You did? I didn't. Rewind that fucking tape. <laughs> it probably was some kind of. Heaven. We'll never know! <laughs> okay, well, well, I think we might as well just go with it now. Um, you should use that as an outtake, but in no context. Uh, just yeah, from. I, I didn't say it. I you think, did say it. I think I'm just going to cut <laughs> in after tape deck goes. No, I didn't. We should do a live version of the tape deck. <laughs> it would be. I'm going to say that on the thing. You have to do it live. I want to hear the lyrics. Uh, Anyway, I know the words. Oh, we, this is it? Yeah, oh, this God. is it. This is a terrible podcast. I know. I told you this would be terrible. It's going to so I didn't bother bringing up questions. I just knew it was just going to be nonsense. Well, you have to start the conversation. I do. Okay, well, hello, Stephen. Hi. Thank you for welcoming me into your fucking home. <laughs> oh, that's a strong word. Uh, and thanks for the tea. He gave out about the tea. The tea itself is fine. It's just not a lot of it. The lack of the, yeah, the volume. The container. I mean, I don't need to read the Starbucks coffee bit. It could have been. It could have been up to don't the Starbucks. People have a Starbucks mug. Sell it. Well, you got it's, it's the Christmas. I remember how. Yeah, actually, I remember how happy you were to get these at the time. Oh come on! <laughs> <laughs> come on, man! <laughs> You're killing me. <laughs> so, Mister Starbucks, you're so cool. <laughs> well. I do have one question that I didn't want to ask him. Uh, do you regret giving me my first cake? Yes. <laughs> Next question. I knew the answer, but I No, I don't. I, I, do I have to be sincere? Uh, How sincere part, part, do I have to be? Uh, I think there's a level of sincerity, because some people listening to this may not know you, so Most they might just be. think you're a total god. He knows Declan Shelby. <laughs> Declan Shelby, we were out last night, and uh, one of our friends called his podcast, was it Dick Tape? Deck tape. Duct tape. I can't remember. It was definitely not tape deck, whatever it was. No, no. But anyway, uh, do I regret it? No, because uh, I've managed to parlay that into various avenues for myself. Nice. <laughs> so so I've all out. Old no. Mooney's coming up trumps. <laughs> now get out of my house. <laughs> uh, well, so anyway, for those who, who uh, 
wouldn't know. Let's just assume nobody knows who you are. It's a fair assumption. <laughs> um, so how did you get started out in comics? Because as far as I remember, we met at Bristol and you were doing a freak show. What year was that? That was 2006, I think. No, because I was at IDW by 2000. Were you? Yeah. So okay, so well like, before that. It was well before. <coughs> oh, no, no, because you were coming on because I was going to IDW. So it is around. around the, yeah, because I finished, I finished college in 2003, so it was probably a year or two years later I went yeah. to, to Bristol. Because um, I, I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I didn't go to any shows before then. Um, yeah, so I worked on this Irish comic called Freak Show, which myself and another Irish artist called Thompson, I assume you left Thompson at some stage in this video. Yeah, if you, if you do it, I want to know. Yeah, deign to do your hug. Out. Answer the door. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we hate Thompson. <laughs> um, we don't. Well, let's get into that. <laughs> no. Uh, so freak show was about fourteen or fifteen issues. Me and Thompson did between us, and then I was leaving to do a book, a CSI book, for Ryle over at AEW, and you were showing your portfolio around at that Bristol and I think Rob looked at a few looking for the dreams Rob asked me to look at a couple of people he had already looked at okay. you being one of them and to recommend somebody for the job so I recommended you well, I think Rob quite liked her before I okay. I don't think it was all down to me you know, I, I had done um, Hero Killers at that stage so I already had eight oh I remember done. I remember and I remember your sample pages of was it The Authority yeah yeah um, I was a really long panel on one stage like in a static yeah brilliant. I had uh, I had a bit where um, <coughs> Apollo someone like dropped a chimney on him and so he was in the air and then it, it hit him and fell down and he like had a cough jeez oh, I don't even remember that um, how do you spent hours drawing do you yes, remember so. when you do samples and you way back at the start I probably spent some pages about a week doing a page yeah and now I'm Get it, having to do them one a day, and hopefully they're a lot better. And getting them out the door for widow or whatever, like it's just that the amount of time you used to take to do a page. Yep, but it's something that kind of um, I I kind of yeah, you know, it's noticed, but that people who kind of like draw stuff, you know, like fan art and put it online, and like they get to do comics, just don't know how long it takes to just draw all the act of stuff. Monthly comics, the art, monthly ish, I guess. Yeah, yeah. but because you, you, you can draw a buster, a full figure, or whatever. And that's yeah. that's the easy bit. It's like making them believably stand on the ground, or yeah. like all the annoying things. Yeah, yeah, like this just takes like. I think there's time we've seen some burnout from some young people now who don't realize what a slog it is to do mm. comics. Like the glamour stuff aside, like you've done a nice cover and a nice pin up, and then you kind of have to draw two people having a cup of tea. Mm. somewhere on the street scene it's like oh like we're, we're just looking at one of your pages from Black Widow and you're saying that yeah drawing something like that wasn't a, what, this, a this, sexy this, lady thing. Like, no this is Japan yeah. but, you, but you have to like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you have to do it like yeah. in the script god damn it <laughs> but it's I think I think that's the grind of it is something like I think I've talked to a few people on this that the grind is something you, you just you can't you can't predict no. how much it'll kind of wear down on you no I think that was you were probably the same we were lucky me and Thompson anyway because we would just draw all day every day because we didn't really want to do anything else so mm. we kind of prepared ourselves a bit for the yeah you that every day all you, day aspect of accidentally trained yourself yeah, for the basically song. like an apprenticeship with each other um, which was very helpful but um, yeah it's a tough job I'm going to uh, remember now when, when um, I was talking to Marcos Martin before and um, you know like <laughs> A lot of the Spanish artists, I kind of, when I was in Spain last year, I didn't realize how many amazing artists are from yeah. Spain. Um, 
And, you know, they all, like, you know, have a similar attitude and their work's all great and whatnot. But uh, I, was, I was trying to think of, like, is there anything in common with the Irish guys? Like, you know, you or me and uh, Thompson and Will and Nate and, and Stephen Byrne. And, but um, I think there's a level of, like, work, like, I don't know if it's a... It's a work ethic, thing. Yeah, but I'm trying to figure out where it comes, like, is Catholic it an Irish guilt. thing? Like, of the, Totally, it's afraid of losing your job. Yeah, well, like, there is that a lot of that, yeah. There's the whole history of Irish people, the subjugation aspect of yeah. it and stuff. It's like, oh, Jesus, I'll work harder. Just don't fire me. Yeah. Who will provide for me little ones? <laughs> oh, Master Burns. <laughs> crippled Irishman. Yeah, crippled Irishman. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'd say that's what it is. That's yeah. what it is with me. Because it is, when I, when I talked to more Americans and saw kind of blasé, they were about things. Was mm. like, or even, even when I saw that some artists weren't, like, hit, hitting their deadlines, Remember, I was like, but it's your job. Like, yeah. Aren't you supposed to do this stuff on time? Um, but I think it's a similar thing. We all seem to have that kind of a workman attitude to stuff. Yeah, and it's, and now there's so many non-Americans doing the job. I think that's going to change eventually because like, it's not going to be the... You, it was predominantly American guys and girls getting all the jobs, but now it's oh, that's very different. Like, yeah, it's all over the place. I mean, a lot of the biggest people are like Brazilian, Spanish. A lot of Italians are really good. It's like mm. So it's from all over the place. Which is probably a good thing for comics in general, a bit healthier. Um, then there's the really annoying, like, 15-year-old Chinese kids who are just better than everyone. It's so yeah, aggravating. There's a few, yeah, there's a few popping up. I'm like, no. No, that's not allowed. No, no, no. Let's reel that in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Stupid kids. Um, but sorry, but uh, to go back, you, so you, you, uh, you were doing Irish small press effectively. Yeah. Uh, and then moved into, your first one was, was uh, Lying in the Gutters. Yeah, the Who Killed Rich Johnson. Uh, I remember CSI story. So, well, no, I think I was always jealous of what you were doing, but like that stuff was, <laughs> you were getting to draw like Stan Lee and Quesada. Yeah, and that was the best part. There was some loads of cameos, but um, yeah, it's a long time ago now. Um, if it helps, you've done some good stuff since. It's all right. Hey, this isn't about this me, isn't about, Everything's about that. But welcome to Tape Day. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to previous episodes uh, and I'd be like just like grimacing and I'd be like, don't talk over it. You'd ask a question and then you'd go on to answer the question. And I was like, no, don't, you don't do that. No, that's, that's fair. That's a fair. Not all the time. Just yeah. some of the time. I think, I think what is sometimes when I'm talking to somebody, I know where they're going and I guess in the... In the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, should like keep it moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's enough of what you have to say. That's your my opinion. <laughs> but I'm not trying to speak for anyway. I guess I'm just trying to not be like dead air or or, yeah. or something like that. No. But uh, but no, yeah, you're right. I shouldn't. I shouldn't. Except for this one. I'm just yeah, switch you on. Just talk over you all. Yeah. Um, but uh, was it when and then after like the others, it was Angel. No, there was loads of things in between that. Wasn't it was oh, with the mummy. That was further on again after lying in the gutters. What was it? It was some licensed thing. Yeah. I did so many of those. But it was your kind of like licensed man for maybe. Jeez, was... I can't remember. The second one was. Yeah, it wasn't straight to Angel. I, I, no, because I would have been delighted with that. Like yeah, Angel. What was... the hell did you do? That's dead air. Let's move on. Yeah, I'll all right, back okay. to that. All right, fair enough. <laughs> um, but uh, what was it? But yeah, I remember like for years, like you were you were doing a lot of high profile stuff, but it was all kind of licensed stuff. Yeah. Um, and all TV movies that kind which of which was kind of driving was <coughs> driving you mad I remember at the time you were like if I had to draw one more 
like fake. I always feel bad when you say that because I'm like, what, like, what if the guys are like? But like, I, did, I had, I was glad to be on them. Of course, but there's yeah. There's it's just I did. I, I was doing too much of it, and yeah. I was getting myself like identified as the, a guy. No, who no did matter it. how much you like what, like what you're doing, if it's the same thing over and over again, it's yeah. just gonna, yeah. it's gonna be I definitely needed. Again, the rush, the grind, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, Angel alleviated that a lot actually, because then I was mad into it. And Buff, like I was a big, like you said, yeah. a big Buffy and Angel guy. So when like. When Whedon was there doing his, with Brian Lynch writing those books, I was that was like a big highlight. And I did that, like, I must have done Angel stuff on that for three years or something like that. I did a ton of stuff on Angel. And that was all great fun, especially because it was full continuity, season six and stuff. And I was like, oh, this is what happened after. And it was yeah, a real quality story. It was great. Like, yeah, it felt like there was continuing yeah. on rather than just like a fill-in yeah. stories or whatnot. So, yeah, that, but that I did all that stuff until... 2011 so that's five years of it I did yeah. that's when I was like okay I need to do something else at this point hmm. yeah. and that's when I, then I did the first half past danger although I took the year I just I I <laughs> I, st- I did a Teen Wolf miniseries for Image oh. Top Cow you don't remember that do you I, don't, I remember the book I didn't remember it was but uh, it wasn't the cool Teen Wolf it was like oh, it was shirtless sexy. emo sexy teen Teen Wolf Teen Teen Wolf <laughs> what a revelation uh, um, I did a, a four issue series of that and I just which wouldn't have been my first choice but sure. it's fine but I just was like right I'm going to keep every penny I make from that is going to get me through the next year because I'd already started writing Half Past Danger and got mm-hmm. the bones of it the idea and everything down so I was like right this will be my nest egg and I'll just take the next year off which is pretty scary because you know like you're you get momentum in comics if you decide to leave for a year your editors might never call you back yeah, six other people are doing your people's job people's memories are short <laughs> yeah super short and also like as regards you know what you were saying before the fear of losing your job yeah, like yeah. by not doing your job is that's one way that was it. the scariest part I'd say <laughs> mm. like uh, but at the same time I like had to do something so then I did Half Past Danger and that's like then but like so that's yeah. that was just a whole new it feels to me like so in the in those previous years, like you know, I was coming up basically like looking at everything you were doing, and you were getting to high profile, yeah. uh, licensed stuff, which is really <laughs> exciting. But after a few years, you know, it it started to ring a little hollow, I guess. Yeah. But like, so I kind of, f- for an actual moment of sincerity, like I, I I was, I am like impressed with what you did with Happiest Danger, just. You just fully jumped into an artistic endeavor. You might say foolhardy. <laughs> might you might say that trying to do comics in the first place is foolhardy. So although I had to just like Jack, who was my wife, like there's a big safety net. Like it's not like I was like you were like before you were in your big relationship. You were putting yourself paying your rent and everything like that. I never really had to fully look after myself that mm-hmm. way. So I wouldn't think it's as big a deal. Like I think moving up from a different county, not just you, any of the lads, like. And paying your own rent and or mortgage or whatever it is, I think that's probably harder than what. Like I do obviously pay rent and stuff, but I was never all on me. Mm. I've always had a bit of a safety net sure. that way, so I feel like it wasn't as brave as people think it was. Oh well, yeah, but I mean, you know, uh, somebody relying on their partner financially for a year. No, like a team wolf paid for that oh, year. Then. Sorry, sorry. That's that's who I was talking. My partner, team wolf. <laughs> that's his first name, right? <laughs> Billy. <laughs> Billy and the Clonosaurus. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, but I get your point. Yeah, it was a bit jump. Like it definitely yeah. feels like, like there was before half past day. You couldn't do it was after half past day without without Jackie saying like, no. Well, you no. just do what you want. She to definitely do. was like she. I think encouraged me to do it. Yeah, yeah. which is why we do so many panels and things. 
people are always asking, about, like, how do you break into comics? What's important to be in comics? I always say, for me, mm-hmm. uh, your partner, if you have a partner, who your choice of partner is, impacts so much because if they're not understanding of the crazy hours you do, that can yeah. cause so much friction. Well, that's just baseline at the very <clears throat> yeah, least. It's yeah. a huge element. And like then things like for us, for like health insurance and stuff, I get all that through my through my wife. Like, where would I get? Where would I, like, I'm, do you have health insurance? No. So, I mean, that's like, eventually you probably will. You'll yeah, sort it out. Yeah. But it's something, that's another thing on the cards that you wouldn't have. If you were a Johnny Office 9 to 5, that'd be looked after. Yeah. You'd have a pension or whatever else. Like all mm. the stuff. You never think about when you want to be a comic artist. Like, oh man, I hope I have a great pension. What does it have to do with Wolverine? <laughs> yeah, does he have a pension? He's died so many times. Yeah, no one's insuring that guy. No way. <laughs> There's a story. Just him going around insurance companies. I'm going to pitch my bums. <laughs> Opened up an insurance. What's agency. my liability? <laughs> You're a liability. Um, what was uh, I like our Wolverine voices. <laughs> I don't think He's Canadian, right? Hey. But uh, so when you were doing Half Passenger, that did you? I remember you. You did the whole first issue. Yeah. Before nuts, you... to nuts, soup to nuts, nuts to bolts, nuts to bolts. balls to what? nuts, balls to nuts. I've done it, balls to nuts. <laughs> I, I really don't think you have. No. You know what? You I want... think you're right. You want <laughs> live on the podcast? Wait, this is live, right? <laughs> so, so, so thankfully it's audio because we need needs to see balls to nuts, balls or nuts. <laughs> But um, my balls are nuts. That's a buddy cop drama that's waiting to happen. Balls to nuts. <laughs> oh man, I'd watch that show. Oh god, night boat. Terrible. <laughs> was that a fjord or an inlet or something? <laughs> oh, I don't know if this is actually listenable. Anyway, this is the finest podcast you've done. I've listened to them. Um, so when you were doing uh, Happy Stranger, right? like was your plan always? To I like it. You keep steering it back to the real conversation. I have to very professional, sir. Thank you. He's Thank wearing you. a suit right now. <laughs> no pants, though. <laughs> um, so you, Happy Stranger, was your intention to always pitch it to Chris Ryle? Yes, I would say he was always my. I always felt like he knew I had a good work ethic. I'd never because he he'd given me so much in my previous work. He's a great editor, mm. so I knew I could run, like he'd give me some beats and story and stuff if I needed that. And uh, he pretty much would leave me alone, which he did once he once I told him dates and they liked the concept, which they did. I mean, I'd always thought about image as well <clears throat> because I think everybody, if you're doing a creator on book, image is always well, going to be. Had the equation. image rush happened by then? I think it was just four, was it? Possibly, yeah. 2011. So I don't know when the likes. When Walking Dead was obviously a thing, but I don't think Sad yeah. was a thing. Yeah, I think it's because um, I think whatever. I, I don't know what people would call it, but when Saga and Deadly Class and Wick and Divine, yeah. there's like a, was there was like a, yeah. a period of two years where basically just really big books were being launched. Yeah. No, this I'd say was just before. I think that. It was before. Yeah. But the fact that I knew Ryle so well and I knew like I I. I knew I could do it. Like the big part of wanting to do Happy Stranger was I want to say I will deliver this book in ten months, whatever it was, and then do that. And no one really, not that I'm, not that Eric or anyone would either interfere, but I didn't know him that well. That's yeah. So I knew Ryle was a good guy, and uh, IW were good people. So yeah, that was always really going to be. My, and I think it was a, whenever he was a two D. What year was that? That must be 2011 ish, 2010. Yeah, it must be. That's when I brought it up with him, and he seemed really enthusiastic and stuff. Um, and they have a. I don't know if they still do, but back then on their on Friday, I think last Friday of the month would be when they would listen to all the editors would get together and listen to uh, pitch ideas, whatever had oh, come cool. in the previous month. So he mm-hmm. said that 
that's how they gauge like if, the, if everyone's like that's cool or, or, or mm. they said that's how they gauge and he said it, that it went down pretty well and See, they like, love the name it. especially apparently he yeah, said. It, it is a great name. <clears throat> it's a great name but it doesn't really mean anything <laughs> it's like so it does. you could call anything with an element of danger like it's which is I guess it's a good thing I don't know I'm probably over critical of it now yeah, well, I, like, I, I, I still, I still got like second guess, like Savage Town. I'm like, is that a good time? Oh, right, I kept so. asking everybody, is that good? I like it. Yeah. I, I still, like, I would have liked to have just called it like Savage, but there's books called a lot of books that were called. Savage. I think Savage Town. You, I don't know. Savage is too open to interpretation for me. Maybe, maybe you're trying to sell it on Amazon, like Savage. Yeah, it's true. Savage yeah. Town implies at least. This is the locale, and mm-hmm. it's all based around this kind of a idea and place. Okay, it's fine. Look, the two words is always fine. I know, but the book's out. Like, so uh, there's really the time to be worried about this <laughs> long gone. Maybe you should change the <laughs> name. <laughs> I do a rebrand. Um, but no, like, sure, I remember when you were doing the sequel too. Like, there were there were there was like uh, committees of people. Yeah, yeah in the pub. Yeah. <laughs> the first the the pub discussion was, do you put a two on or not? Yeah, I'm still not sure I went the right way with that. Mm. And then the second big discussion was the sub, the subtitle. Then after it was Happiest Danger colon whatever. Yeah. And then it was your uh, current. Oh, he wasn't an intern, but he was uh, your like studio. Yeah, studio assistant Aaron mm. that came up with the Dead to Rights line, which I thought was great. Um, and I'm gonna. I mean, I remember I was, I was seeing many, but the third one and yeah. what the name was, and it was a bit long and stuff like that. But that, like, that's all. It'll happen again, and who knows when though. Would you when, when you finish that? Is that is that it for as that's all that's in my little notebook? Okay, but I, I mean, like, no, but wait, wait, sorry, when you do write it and when you do draw it, like, will is a third one as whenever you get to that's yeah. Well, yeah. But you but always, like, I've got, always planned it, like, because yeah, it was, it was from the start, so I wrote like fucking beats out, yeah, the trilogies, like Indiana mm-hmm. Jones or wherever else. So, as far as I could see, yeah, but I mean, who knows? Mm. Uh, Times are hard. You could be looking at half a stranger. Twelve. The dangering. <laughs> <laughs> this time it's dangerous. Or Electric bullet. Dial D for dangerousness. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. It's because like I've had so much stuff on my plate since like that. It's compartmentalized over there. But I'm definitely everyone keeps that. Not everyone. A lot of people are asking, is the third one going to come out? And it's like 100% going to come out. The second one didn't sell as well as the first one for whatever various reasons. Sequels never do sell as well generally. Yeah. But uh, I'd still. I think even if I had to put it out, if I had to self-publish it, I'd probably do the third one and yeah. make and take a bath on it and make no money just for the fact that it's by far and away the most would the you, thing I'm most proud of. Would you <laughs> kickstart it? Yeah, probably if I had to. Really? I yeah. thought you were... Like... I talked to Heather about that a bit, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I am probably quite well, sorry, anti-Kickstarter. Like, well, like, which is, I think, a conversation we're having. Because I remember you and me talking about like uh, Kickstarter, and it's just like, I don't, I don't think I... Yeah, I still much. kind of feel that way. I, well, I, I just kind of feel... I depends who's doing it. If it's some kid sure. who has no other avenue to getting something made or published, 100%, yeah. I'll, give a ten, I'll throw a tenner at that. Whatever. Yeah. But if it's a large publisher who if it's somebody, if has you, their own means, yeah. If you can pitch, if you can pitch a publisher, then you should. Yeah. You know, oh, I, I doubt it. That avenue should be for people who like. You yeah. know, there might be an amazing talent out there who just doesn't have contacts with publishers and just does it themselves. Brilliant. Yeah. But if you do have contacts with publishers, I kind of feel like you're occupying occupying space for. Yeah, I'd say that's fair. I would definitely would be my last resort. But if it was a case of. Doing Alice Industry or not doing it, then I probably would kickstart it. Yeah. I, I, I want to do a, a sketchbook at some stage, um, like a layout sketchbook. Yeah, you should. Um, but I, I think I, I would, I was, I'm thinking of doing a Kickstarter for that at some stage, mainly because if you do a Kickstarter, you can effectively know what your orders are. 
Yeah. So if like two hundred, the only thing people. having to send them all out that scares the bejesus. Yeah, out. It's, and also I think it's what really screws you sometimes as well yeah. with postage that people don't. Yeah, yeah. Accommodate because it's that. like anywhere in the world. All right, Botswana wants twelve copies. Like here yeah. we go. I mean, how much does that cost to weigh? And like, and if I'm doing hardcovers, like, imagine trying to send those around the world. Yeah, no, that's and they're uh, heavy. Those things, like, yeah. Um, but yeah, if that was the last resort, I think I probably would do it because I was thinking, like, I really like myself and Tree, Trina Farrell. The current colorists were talking about this, and she did the last Happens Danger. Which yeah, was just, and I loved it. Coloring Black Widow. Yeah, well. she's on all sorts of stuff from our. Yeah, you guys are great. Are great together. Yeah, I think she really suits my stuff, and I really, really like each other, and we get on well. Um, and she said, if there's Happens Danger three, I want to be oh, involved cool. in it, which is great. But then yeah. she was like, obviously that would depend on the rate, and I was like, yeah, yeah okay. So if it's comes out, if that was the reason that I had to consider something, then that would probably make, like, if I sure. need to pay three, I would yeah, be yeah. more inclined to go, which I said to her the other day, like, like if we had to, like, a Kickstarter, but I'm hoping it won't be the case. Yeah. I mean, I own all the rights, so, I hope, I mean, hopefully IW would be into it. If they're not, I could take it, I mean, if, I don't know where, but it's, it wouldn't be the last avenue for me if that was yeah, like, I'm, I'm trying to think um, of a way to kind of invest in the next book each time, so um, I, don't, I don't think I told you this last night, but, um, uh, graphic novel I've uh, coming out next year. Yeah. So I paid everybody on Bog that. bodies. Bog, sorry, bog bodies. Bog bodies, yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm paying. I paid everybody on that, or I'm paying everybody on that. And I was talking to. Uh, I got a contract from Image, and then it was about the foreign rights. Yeah. Like do you know what, like what uh, you do with uh, Dead Hand yeah. and uh, Iowa Savage Town. Effectively negotiated outside of publisher, you know, do with Europe on your own. So I was saying, can I do that in this case? And the reason is because I know if 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 I do it through Image, I'll get foreign language rights whenever accruals come out. Yeah, which is what six months to a year after yeah, the book comes months. out. The book's coming out in March, April next year. So that's like pretty much like a year and a half yeah. before I get money back. So, if, but if I if I can. Do the European rights myself? I can maybe make the money that I've put in back yeah. in Your within maybe a year or six months, mm. and I just put that into the next. If I want to pay somebody else to do yeah. the book after that, so yeah, it's good. Idea. And it's money I'm spending now, but I'm trying to like invest. If I can keep turning that around into the next book, that that would that would work nicely. So have you got the idea for the one that comes after this? Um, I have an idea, but I'm not ready to write it yet. I guess I'm kind of wanting to see how. The when are you going to do your super depressing autobiographical uh, gumshoe shabby on the streets? I, I don't uh, think Claire. I'm going to. I don't think I'm going to go that literal. Aww. No, I mean I've had such a tough life. <laughs> Tell us <laughs> the about world the famine needs again. To know. I don't know if you know this, America, <laughs> but Declan Shalby solved the famine. I did not solve the famine. <laughs> It's not I how I hear brought, it. I just brought it up. I just <laughs> mentioned it. I don't know why. I don't how many it. people do you know other than you that brought up the famine in interviews about comics? Ooh, interesting. Informative, artistic, it's T-T-H-E-C. Uh Well, I think... I'm hey, so glad you did, by the way. I'm thrilled. <laughs> you know, it's, it's such a... It's, such it's a, a harrowing tale. Yeah. One man's <laughs> bravery of being 300 years later. Yeah. I'm, I'm very up to... I'm very on the pulse of things. Give or take. Are you aware? A few hundred years ago. We suffered, my oh, friend. Dear. God, I don't even know why I brought that up. It's brilliant. I was... Uh, for Sorry, for context, I was on an American news... It was a TV was show. A TV show in, in Maine. <laughs> And um, 
I remember the lady was really nice, but she asked me a question, and I think it just threw me. Oh, it was the lady's fault? Yeah, I hear you. It's not the you hear that, ladies? <laughs> it's all your fault. <laughs> uh, I can't remember. It just I was thrown by. I just started rambling, and for oh, yes, some reason, did, my friend, for some reason, brought up the famine, and every Irish person. <laughs> at home roll their eyes <laughs> oh, views me on Facebook it is the uh, best dear yeah don't go looking for it no <laughs> uh, what else did I laugh I was laughing during the week when you were given your unsolicited advice on the internet which I love by the way which yeah. is good, generally good advice mm-hmm. I just love that you're doling it out to the youngsters like oh man Shabby I used to give out to him and he was a little bright eyed boy and be like I'm never going to be like you Mr. Moody <laughs> and now he's like the most cynical bastard I'm not the most those whippersnappers who think they own the place they never survived that <laughs> that's what we need another family to sort them out that'll thin their numbers a little controversial <laughs> this will be the, this is the one this, this is the capper on the career blow the doors he off. was doing pretty well the Lam Looney guy came along do a podcast um, he says uh, um, but uh, so you like the unsolicited advice Oh yeah, it's hilarious. Um, I was talking to a friend of ours, Jamie T, and his director. I was telling him all about it. And he was laughing his ass. I was like, I got to get back on Twitter. <laughs> I remember, and I was looking at Will's little picture of Statler and Waldorf, and yeah, I was like, yeah. that's pretty accurate. I was like, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I, don't, fair yeah, I don't, I don't disagree. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, but uh, you weren't wrong in your advice. I just yeah. thought it was hilarious. Fine, it's fine. I don't um, like you're there looking after us, <laughs> Unky Shelby. He's got our back. I'm talking to you. You're talking to the world, my friend. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I need to. I need to tell. I need to tell the world my opinions more. You're right. So, <laughs> do it, Brexit. No. Oh. Actually, I was in. Well, I was in the UK last weekend. I just every conversation. Was, I so. It was like when Trump was up for office. Remember every yeah. time we went to it was the conference. Which fair enough. It was all the yeah. people were talking about. No, that worked out. <laughs> it's fine. Fucking won. What's that from? Oh, it's Eddie Murphy. It's a stand-up thing. Yeah. Anyway, go on. Uh, do you know he's got, I think he's got a new stand-up coming he, out. I, I saw him on the Comedians and Cars thing with oh, Jerry Plant yeah. talking about it. Okay, yeah. I would, I would, I, his two stand-ups, it's, it's weird. It's like, you know, when you read Preacher now again, Preacher's yeah. like my favourite comic, but when I go back, it's like there's some problematic stuff in there, like, which is great if you're a 15-year-old teenage boy. You're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, big time. But yeah. now you're like, oh, <laughs> Jesus, do you want my kid to read this ever? <laughs> but it's exactly what you're But then on, you have you know. to let your kid, like, yeah. the same yeah. way we turned out, Oh, actually, I was going to say we turned out okay. Yeah, it's debatable. <laughs> but uh, I was going to yeah, say, so, so now in hindsight, I'm like, but the like, Raw and Delirious are two, like, considered the two of the best. No one knew you yeah. hadn't seen them. Like, regardless, because I remember I hadn't really listened to it because you played it here, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah, pretty good, yeah. And, you know, I was, you know, wetting myself yeah, laughing. Yeah, it's, Even, it's incredibly funny. There's no denying how funny it is. Yeah, that's it. But it's, it's also it is very offensive. offensive. Yeah, it is offensive. But that's in hindsight now, like. Although I think it was offensive at the time. Uh, I, I think it was on the cusp of yeah, offensive, for sure. But it. definitely, like, n- now... Would you imagine now if that was somebody coming out, like Chappelle's new one you were saying, people yeah, laughed Yeah, doesn't say anything like that kind of stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. Abs- oh. So I wonder if Murphy, when he is doing new one, I wonder will he have toned it down? That's, or does he go full bore? Does he go... I, I think... Does I think, he do what worked from in the past? I think what's unfortunate is... Well, not unfortunate, whatever. What if unfortunate <laughs> or unfortunate is to talk about sensitive subjects, just to mention them. Mm. is controversial yeah. so actually saying something that would be genuinely controversial it, like I, I think that's just I, I have no idea knowing how that would go but yeah. also like not, no no offence to him but like he hasn't done stand up in yeah. Yeah. at the time I've been alive since the so, 80s so with, 
you know, I don't know if he's, if he's been performing or practicing or whatnot. But he's um, been living off that Pluto Nash money or whatever. He lives in like a mega mansion and he's got like 15 kids or something. With like 12 different wives or well, something. Well, yeah, so he's been doing stuff. He's had a great time. <laughs> yeah. In fact, he should, just shouldn't do it. Yeah. But I just think, yeah, the, the level of expectation for like how big and yeah. he was. That would be scary, wouldn't it? Yeah, imagine, imagine being so that. successful. You don't have to go back to it. You've done a perfect job. Yeah. Do you go back and say, give us another go? And maybe sully all the earlier ones. Although I'm not a believer in the stuff like, oh man, you ruined Star Wars because the new one's not good. Like, that's Fuck bullshit. Off. Like, yeah, no, that, that's, it doesn't that, change the fact. There's, there's a lot of like, fa- um, you we know, just lost all of our three people we, who were listening. We sure did. <laughs> the, the level of fan entitlement is, oh is, is crazy, mm-hmm. you know, like as regards, you know, comics or movies or, or, or whatnot. And it's, you know, you can't just go, ah, just, I didn't like it. Yeah. It's fine. Like, the, you know, to the, the you've got to be polarized. You're either with it or you're against it. Yeah, like and, and, and you're you know, part of the solution. You're Star Wars. We saw, I saw Last uh, Jedi. Star, the Last Jedi, and I, 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 I liked it. I didn't. I, was, I enjoyed. I, was, it. I thought it looked gorgeous. I was. I really like Ryan Johnson's mm-hmm. films, so I was. I think I was a little disappointed, but that's not to say it wasn't a good film. Yeah, also, I agree I'm, with that. Also, I'm not a huge Star Wars fan, mm-hmm. so I'm not gonna. I, you know, I'm not gonna. This destroyed the franchise. Yeah, your childhood was intact. Yeah, I was, was fine. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. I, I, even like you know we're I'm a big Trek fan and you know, as are you and even the stuff that if, if it's being made now isn't necessarily my favorite. It's fine. I mean, I'm glad it's there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it facilitates more cards yeah. coming. You know, yeah, I mean, that wouldn't be happening without discovery. Absolutely. So. Yeah, but then I think that's just getting older. You're so reactionary when you're twenty, twenty one. That's true. I don't think. I mean, I don't think you know anything about anything at that age. Like, but there's also there's, there's, you think you do. No, you do, but. It's also, you can get into so many niche things now. Like, yeah. when I was in when I was in school... You went to school? I went to school. Uh, I remember I had friends, and we all loved like, Martin Scorsese films. Oh, yeah. And you'd be like, oh, you know, you'd be really, really into it. But now, like, that is as mainstream as you can get. That's, yeah. huge, that's huge feature films. Mm-hmm. And now, like, you can be into uh, not just anime... But specifically, nineteen eighties anime yeah, of very a specific style, particular you know? subset, subgenre. Yeah, you, can, you can find that now, no matter what it is. Mm. If, if you only liked, you know, Jim Lee X or X Jim Lee X Men comics, specifically from the nineteen nineties, yeah. you could find people who only like oh, that. Like, like that's their just, club. Like that's yeah. their their faction. And if somebody doesn't like that, then they're you know they don't get it. They're the enemy. Or, yeah, but but I think there was something there's something broader because our access to like stories or media or whatnot was just so much more limited people got behind things a lot more you'd uh, you know like the water cooler shows like lost yeah uh, i'd say maybe game of thrones might be the might be yeah. one of that the was last hugely ones. hugely popular yeah I've, i haven't seen it now but like shows and then the outcry at the end when people thought the ending didn't live up to the to the previous whatever like it was that talk about entitlement like People petitioning the company to remake it because they didn't like the way it was written. Yeah. Like, well, that was I think thing. that's the internet, though. Like Twitter no. or whatever. That's there's such direct contact now. You can ask Benny off and why in a comment, and they'll see what you were saying about their product. Okay, I'm just trying to think. Is there something you saw lately? Like, no, not not per, to take personally or anything, but you just you just hate it. It's very rare that I fully. I mean, I, there's a lot of discovery I really didn't like. Okay, fair enough. But I didn't so, hate it though. Yeah, no, okay, but let's just say, let's just say that's the most recent thing I can think of. I didn't enjoy. Would you ever tweet at no the writer going because that's you know, a dickhead move? Yeah, like like what? Why? 
Plus, it improved. I thought season two, I thought Pike was great. Season two was much better than season one. Yeah. There's nothing constructive to me trying to get in touch yeah. with the writers and go, listen, you're not doing your job, right? Yeah, exactly. Here's where I start. And then 18 tweets later, my, like, of my, like, how you improved Star Trek. Yeah. But then that, to learn, but I think what, it's kids, what, you know? What, it's not broad, what, what, Is there anything constructive about that? And it's not no. even... No, no, you're shouting into the wind. I even see it, like, you know, not to get political or anything, but... I see people like, you know, professionals, you know, other comic book professionals tweeting at like Trump, telling him he's a, There's a lot this of that, and yeah. that. And like I think that's they just feel like they want Oh no, to I know I, I I can I can appreciate that. You know, I'm not saying like, you know, oh how dare they <laughs> you know. But I I kind of have to go like, what is it that you what is it yeah. you're getting from this? I I'm guessing it's a cathartic like It's definitely release. catharsis and that the fact that their peers are seeing them do it is also I think another thing so they're yeah, reinforcing their beliefs and but when I when I see them doing it I'm not thinking like wow you're so brave I'm like what are you doing like, yeah I mean I, I, I can think of a lot worse crimes than that though like no yeah I'm not I'm not saying it's a crime yeah. I just I, I can't help but think like oh what are they achieving nothing like like you're saying even and, and you know politics are, are of course uh, um, something to be more concerned about than a story or whatnot <coughs> although sometimes people <laughs> story more seriously but um, I just I don't get it as much as I love like shows and, and storytelling and all that it's I mean do you, do you think it's the fact that like because we make stuff we're not going to be were we like that before we made stuff when we were the age that the kids are doing it now I, I think we were probably a bit more like I remember you know I remember when I watched X-Files yeah it was and huge then in everyone X-Files. decided after a while it was shit yeah I, 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 I actually still liked it because yeah, I thought Dog it was great yeah. I was like um, yeah I liked Dog it a lot yeah. um yeah, I know. What you, I know. What you mean there was like it definitely in school we were all talking about it. Yeah, but there was no nobody was saying they've ruined this bullshit. They yeah, fucked up yeah. X Files for me now. I can't watch it ever again. Like yeah, you, you know, Beyond the Sea never happened or whatever. Like it, I don't know what the difference is. Yeah, I guess I think it's access. I think it's we have so much stuff now all the time. Mm. We just expect ownership of everything. We just expect it all to be for us. But I think maybe because it is a little bit more niche because. Like there's shows that I've I've I'm watching that I've told you about and you just you know yeah never heard of them yeah you don't have heard of them and you probably won't have time to see them as well um which is fine but uh in a way they are a little bit more I don't fetishize in the word I'm looking for but you kind of become more attached to them because they're yours it's like you know, it's like it's like obscure bands when you're younger you know and then they get really popular like they sold out yeah but like. They're just making money popular, now. Like, yeah. yeah, you know, people like them. Uh, but yeah, that's definitely because I like cool I liked them when it was cool. Uh, but like, mm-hmm. if everyone likes them, that's not cool. So I guess that's like I don't know. I've never really been a bit too simple for all that stuff. Like I just liked it, or I, or I wasn't into it and did something else. You know. Hmm. So half past danger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm doing my best to keep it on track. But I, I actually, I actually like the the tangents. Like I know, I know, like we. No, like, it's good. As long, yeah, it's interesting. As long as it's interesting. Oh, I'll tell you, it's not good. Okay, thank you. I'll be the judge of this podcast. <laughs> I like that episode that I was on. That was a great episode. Well, I'm on all of them, so oh, I, don't I, I, love, know it. I love them all. It's like choosing between your children. <laughs> Nuts to bolts. <laughs> we got to make that happen. Is there, is there a two in there? Is or nuts to balls. Nuts, nuts to balls. That's Frankenstein. Is there a two in there? No, is it nuts, yeah, two, nuts balls? two balls? Yeah, nuts to balls. Okay, I'm just going to write that one down. Um, was it a... And it's just two danglers hanging underneath. That's the logo. <laughs> <laughs> just a couple of danglers. <laughs> oh, God. It's called Getting the Sack. That's the name of the, that's the, name of the person. <laughs> Our angry chief is throwing the book at us. Trying to suck up. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh dear. So after half past danger, you did. <laughs> I did nuts to balls. <laughs> this is nuts to balls. What it is? Um, you have to call this episode nuts to balls. By the way, do the episodes have names? They don't have names. I no, I just there. What I bet Jess's the tourist episodes have names. The do you think I could be on his don't. podcast? <laughs> you know him, right? I do, yeah. Yeah, he's great. I look, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there's a much superior interview format called The Draw with Jason Latour. Yeah. Yours uh, is longer, though. I, do. I wish I wish Draw was... His draw's like five minutes a pop. Well, they, no, he they're, it up. they're like 50... I think they're both... Te- Some of them are longer, but the longest one is like 20-odd minutes. Yeah, yeah. But I suppose he does that for brevity's sake. It's well edited. Well, I, I, I like this one. <laughs> well, he's, 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 well, this won't be edited at all. Exactly. <laughs> um, because that requires work. Yeah, I did that draw with Jason at Heroes Con last year so, so he's, he's planning that a he's lot he's been putting these together for a and at that stage he shows them out of sequence do you think he was he sent me different edits of different episodes so he, show, he sent me the Brian Stelfreeze one mm. like months ago um, but but the, the way he released it is is different like so he clearly has a lot of footage and yeah, yeah. kind of pieces it together a long time to do it looks great though well I mean I, I, don't, I don't think you mind me saying um, I think he said because I was like, oh, what makes you want to do it? Because it's a lot of work. And it, he said he just wanted... Um, I guess it's something that I'm doing as well at the moment as regards filling gaps in your knowledge, um, yeah. like like colouring for me. But for him, he wants to kind of like mess around with film. So it's a good oh, excuse okay. for him to kind of... I think he went to film school, did he? Uh, I don't think so. I thought he had said that in one of the shows. Or maybe he just said he was a frustrated filmmaker or something yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> child at the That's Charlie. We're interviewing you guys. It's very serious. Nuts to balls. Is he actually the door? Yeah, he's like, that's him knocking on the door. Really? Yeah. Is that going to get upset if you don't answer? Ah, he gets upset about a lot of things. <laughs> right, come in for one minute. He's my other project. It's not comics. Anyone go to Uncle Deco? No, you go, yes. Mama, and I'll be down in a few minutes. You listen to podcasts. Good boy. Listen to my oh, podcasts. you'll like this one. We broke the famine again. It's a classic shabby <laughs> moment. <laughs> You brought up. <laughs> don't we this. The bit, the bit where I say, "Oh dear God," you can keep that. <laughs> That's the name of the episode. Okay, so we're on, let's get to the last year of the rest of my career. Okay, well, okay. Takes, no, 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 we don't, we don't, we don't even have to go through your through your career. I, I yeah, just, no one cares. Yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> but you do have a Black Widow book coming out. I do. It's out. Yeah, issue one is out. Do you yeah. know when issue two is out? Of course you don't. Excellent question, Declan. We can deduce that it's October because the first the first one, one was September. the fourth of September. Is that before New York Comic Con? It might be. Could be. Uh, later. Yeah. It's definitely in October. You know what? I'll Google it before I do the intro, and I can. I can and then say, do a cool like Mister Black <laughs> interlude, <laughs> <laughs> seamlessly. <laughs> yeah. Like when was it? Two was that? <laughs> September twenty fourth, ninth of October. <laughs> you negligent <laughs> monster. monster. Um, but uh, right. So how did that happen? How did the uh, Black Widow book happen? Black, we skipped way ahead there. Well, your wife just said that we. She's not the she, boss of us. Well, uh, she's boss of me. Yeah, okay. Uh, okay, there was half past ten. Oh God, how did Black Widow? Oh, Dead Hand. Uh, I did a book called The Dead Handed Image last year with Kyle Higgins. It was like a, it's kind of a sci-fi noiry. Cold War mashup. It was, uh, it was a pretty good book, I think. Uh, and Sarah, the editor of Black Widow, Sarah Brunstad, a great editor at Marvel, had read that and she thought the art style would be a great fit for it. She wanted to do a more gritty noir take on Widow. Mm. And she was putting together this kind of year one book this is what they're for the so that there'd be a, a nice kind of a standalone book for the upcoming movie. Yeah. Which is why the whole schedule it makes, was I mean, so... It makes sense. Oh, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. But that meant that the deadlines were quite... Uh, 
unforgiving and because it was all on the fast track so mm. I had to shuffle a couple of things around but there was no way I wasn't like I said it Sarah like if Black Widow being one of the ones like I would if always say I would have picked it like, if you had a short list of things you'd like to do at Marvel I'd okay, the Cap X-Men and Widow were probably the top three if I had yeah. to pick so I was absolutely like I said Sarah there's no way I'm not doing this I'll figure it out uh, but that was because of Dead Hand and she liked the artwork and we actually had um, Tree who's on the book I'm so happy the tree is on the book, but initially we had talked with Jordy because she wants she liked the whole art style of Dead Hand. Jordy yeah. is always so busy, as you know, like she just can't take new books most of the time. So I suggested Trina then, and Sarah loves that stuff now. So I think it's like it's worked out perfectly. Grand. Yeah, but that's how it came about. Uh, I think she pitched Jody as well. It was all Sarah put the whole thing together. Yeah. <clears throat> Which I'm not sure. Uh, I mean, I, I Jody Hauser is the writer. It's excellent. And I'm not sure how many books Sarah puts together. I haven't worked with Sarah that much, so but I know, like, say, because she's an assistant editor or full editor. No, she's full editor. Is she full yeah. editor? Okay, fair play. Um, but uh, you know, like, she's one of the younger editors there, so like, I'm sure, like, getting to do a Black Widow book at Marvel yeah. or something. But oh, she's she was so like she did a great job selling this on. Like, she was super enthusiastic and articulate. You had me as <laughs> yeah. I was like, listen, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I get paid. <laughs> uh, I remember so poor Sarah. I was like, um. Whatever way, this was my, well, I did a bit of Star Wars, but this is my second Marvel mm. project. And I still hadn't been set up properly. Remember, Disney changed over the whole payment system for everybody. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was just after I'd come in. So I, mm. on Star Wars, I was fine and I got paid for that fine. But then there was some sort of a snaffle, snafu, snaffle, I don't know. Uh, snapple. It's a snap, delicious. <laughs> uh, there, uh, with getting paid on issue one and possibly some of issue two on Widow like had, nothing had been coming in but I just didn't say it because obviously I was just I was like no no the long it looks after sure why would I be bringing that up sure yeah. I'd be lucky to make a cent <laughs> uh, and anyway and I brought it up then I was like that's why I'd sent the page and Sarah's like oh yeah it's great this works um, that's fine we need changes whatever and then she and I was like oh by the way I probably should tell you like I haven't been paid for any of this and she's like what <laughs> so you're so I think it's every two weeks at Marvel or something yeah, yeah. it's very regular and uh, so she was like, yeah, you should probably tell me that. So and she went and served it straight out. But it was just so funny, the fact that I was like hesitantly bringing up that I hadn't been paid. Well, I mean, especially when you work with somebody new, you don't want to be difficult or, you know, causing, causing a fuss. No. Not to be bothered. That's, I think I literally said the same thing. But there was also the fact that it was going so fast on. Yeah. I hadn't even thought to check. I was like, I'm well, sure. Well, you have to stop what you're doing and yeah, look over like, things. That's two minutes out of my page. Or, yeah. or like, I mean, you're never getting that back. Mm. Is money that important? Yes, it is. But uh, and you're like you're on the finished issue three now. I started layouts in issue four. Yeah, that's what I'm supposed to be doing right now, Dick. Instead of this, <laughs> Sarah, it's Dick's fault. <laughs> Sarah, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> trying to help you promote your book. Um. Uh. Yeah, I feel like I've kind of made a hames of this one. Or it's amazing. Or it's amazing. Yeah, we've often. We, I don't know if you remember, but like we talked about, we should do a podcast at some stage. Top of the morning. <laughs> the best so podcast. Oh, to oh, top of the morning, Declan. Top of the morning, Moody. What do you want to talk about today? Oh, how about those current events? <laughs> do I remember? I've written eight episodes. <laughs> well, we used to listen to the Adam and Joe show all the yeah. time. You know, actually, just one thing. Uh, I uh, Clayton Coles uh, uh, told me he'd listened to some of them. I was like, oh, what do you think? He was like. He's like, oh, it's a, it's a, it's a, he didn't say it was shambolic, but, um. It's like a much worse version of Adam and Joe. Yeah, he said, he said, it reminded him of, of the Adam and Joe totally, podcast. Yeah. Like, I'll take that. That's fine. Like, cause... That's why I said I need a more stings. <laughs> yeah, music I've, got, I've got one. But, yeah, it's uh, good. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do a couple more. Um, but, uh, 
like yeah Jason's got like a really fancy well edited um, looking great uh, interview series and I've just got like Fucking You're just kind of traipses in the door at 5 a.m. drunk. Ugh, yeah. Come on, then. <laughs> you know what? Here's your podcast. <laughs> Lucky we didn't do it last night at 5 a.m. should have done it at 5 a.m. last night. God, that would have been I wanted to do it in the pub for the record, but Deccan said, no, the audio quality would suffer. You would. Uh, oh, let's, your... sing, let's sing out, do the live theme tune. What's oh, the... hello. No, the, the tape deck theme tune. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, you have to change the lyrics, though, because we're not welcoming, we're going from. So, what's the, how do we fit um, the syllables? It's, uh, goodbye from tape deck. That's good, yeah. Okay. Um, Will I be the music? I don't know. No, I'll do the music. And you I have to do the song. Yeah. <laughs> I want to hear you do the song. We both sing. Oh, well, I guess maybe you should do the music, because it is. I don't know the music. <laughs> Gonna have a mediocre conversation. Nailed it. Maybe they should just use this every time. That's what I'm gonna do. So we were supposed to stop talking on that beat. That's showmanship. We're gonna do this like thanks for doing the podcast. By the way, do you want to sing this really? weird fucking thing at the end of us <laughs> and they will and that's our heroic story the end okay <laughs>